previously on Family Chatters. This is the finale? Yes, it is the finale. Oh, holy cannoli, I had no idea. Steve is being launched into outer space. Ding dong, motherfuckers. We have a, a delicious roast cooking in the next room. And all the fixins. They were all over the age of 18? They were over the age of 13. There's guns involved in the police force? I wasn't aware of this. Let's go diddle and let the lady folks do the dishes. Just took her son's penis off. Just took it off. Guys, something happened to the roast. <gasps> what happened to the roast, I wonder? And now, the thrilling conclusion of Family Chatters. Ka-choo. It's a rare condition this day and age To read any good news on the newspaper page Love and tradition of the grand design Some people say it's even harder to find Well then there must be some magic clue Inside these gentle walls Cause all I see is a tower of dreams Real love bursting out of every seam Days go by The bigger love of the family Hello everyone and welcome to Family Chatters The grand finale part number two Two and uh, last week, um, we had a little bit of a cliffhanger on our hands. Has Bas- it been a whole week since we did this already? It has been an entire week. Uh, to quote, I believe that's a Bare Naked Lady song. It has been an entire week, <laughs> right? <laughs> yes. Anyways, we took a whole week off. We just sat here and waited. We kept our microphones on. And then uh, I was like, okay, it's been a week, guys. Let's hit record again. So here we are to finish the finale of... Family chatters and family matters. And we still have, uh, you know, basically the last thing we heard was that something, Rob, you came in and said something terrible has happened to the roast. And then. We want to know what it is. What happened to the roast? It turned out everything was, it was fine. Oh, I just, I couldn't find the oven. So I thought it was missing. You thought the roast was missing. Oh, it's yeah, I looked at the microwave and there was nothing there. I thought it grew legs and left. Yeah. Turns yeah. out it was fine. Erica, you thought you couldn't find the roast either. It's very strange. Yeah. I think the kitchen is just poorly located in our home. It's hard to find. What By the we, way, are we going to eat that roast? Yeah, I was just going to ask that. Has when, it been cooking for a whole week and I, we forgot about yeah. it? It's been slow roasted. Oh, well, we do like slow roasted. Time. The slower, the better in my mind. So here we have it roasting. Um, I believe it's only at about... 10, 10 degrees. 10 degrees yeah. Celsius. 10 degrees Celsius. Is that hotter or colder? I have no idea. It's hotter than 10 degrees Fahrenheit. Oh, I mean negative 10 degrees Celsius. That's, That's quite below freezing. Quite cold. <laughs> that would be in your freezer if your freezer was in Antarctica. Well, it's taken a week to cook, guys. I mean, we're not I doing mean, this well. We are slow roasting it. It's about as slow as it gets. It's freezing something. Uh, so that's been slow roasting this whole time, but it does smell delicious. Just and like I, frozen roast. And <laughs> it does. It does. Freezer burnt meat is the best smell on planet Earth. Yes. And how are the fixins, by the way? I forgot to ask. Are those all right? The fixins are doing quite well. The, the fixins. The baby small onions. The small, the premature onions. The premature. 
<laughs> the great thing is about premature onions is that they reheat the microwave very well. They stay well. Right. And uh, and the fingerling potatoes, they were also slow roasted. Also frozen. Okay, great. Yeah, we roasted them, then we froze them. Mm. And now we're letting them thaw during this episode. They're slow thawed. Fingerling slow potatoes. thawed. Okay, I like that. Um, we're going about this in a very unorthodox way. Um, but you know what? This is the grand finale of Family Chatters. It part has two. to be spe- part two. It has to be special, guys. And there's no thing I'd rather do than eat a frozen roast. <laughs> By the way, what are we roasting? I never even thought to ask. Is it a tur- buffalo? Oh, what? We're roasting a bison. A- they call it oh, okay. bison. Are you right. shelled up for bison? No, we stole it. Oh, good. Yeah, we, we killed a bison right. that we stole from. Did the you zoo. use all the parts like the Native Americans do? Always. I, can't you see my bison, cage? my bison fur coat that I'm wearing? It's a wonderful shawl. I guess that makes sense. Now you say we stole a bison and killed it. I had no no part in this. No, no, no. Erica and I. Oh. Yeah. Oh. I was just reminding Rob about that time that he oh. and I stole a bison and killed it. Wow. From the zoo. And you're cooking the whole thing right now. Slowly. Great. I can't wait. It's just, it smells delicious, like I said. <laughs> So I can't wait. Um, but you know what? We have to get back. So um, we have to finish talking about family matters for the last time ever. No. Dun, dun, dun. I don't know if that really fits. That would have worked better on like a Halloween episode. Yeah. This is a. All right. Let me try it again. We're going to talk about family matters right now for the last time ever. And the reason is Every fucking time with this shit. Everyone's going to think you like Hoobastank. And. So? So why would you want people to think that? That's Listen, terrible. There have been worse bands that existed no. than Hoobastank. Nickelback is Creed. worse. Creed is a worse band. Shut up. Yeah, I would say that that's true. I would think Scott Sapp... Well, you'll get to this on your new podcast, Sapp in the Name of Love. I don't. <laughs> so last time we heard about Steve Urkel, um, he was floating in space with his astronaut buddies, and they just got hit by a satellite because of his gravity invention. When that episode ended, the satellite was hurtling towards the ship. Since then, it has struck the ship, and it caused a whole mess of problems. Namely, that they are rolling, literally rolling in space. It's doing a barrel roll. It is, yes. So, they start, they're like, we have to fix this problem that's happening. And one of the astronauts gets up, bumps his head, and passes out. The next one goes, I'll help him. Bumps into the other astronaut's head. But like not head, even hard. And, no, not hard at all. Like and a they little boo boo. Like they get a boo boo on their head. They like yes. tap heads just so gently. They practically fucking butterfly kiss each other, and then they both lose consciousness. Great reference. Butterfly I think that kisses. Song was, was that the popular same year? around the same, the same time? time? Mm. You think that? Wait, you think that was a direct reference? <laughs> butterfly kisses at night. I yeah. think so. Yeah. yeah, that was that was what they were referring to when the astronauts bumped heads and passed out. Obviously, they didn't even need to say it. It was subliminal advertising. The Robert Carlyle song. Wow, you. Mm. We didn't even discuss this in advance. You were able to pull out exactly who sang that song just yeah. out of like your brain. You way to make that? it seem like we didn't plan this by saying, "Wow, we didn't even plan this." You just called out. Oh, we didn't plan. We didn't plan. No, we don't plan anything. Oh, I did. <laughs> you planned to say that. No, I planned for you guys to say that without telling you. Oh, <laughs> you've been wow. the puppet master this whole time. <laughs> yep. Weird. Uh, but yeah, Robert Carlyle, I believe, is the man who sings Butterfly Kisses at Night uh, and possibly also the Christmas Shoes song. I don't know. Sounds somebody, like him. Somebody check not. this. Somebody fact check right now. Christmas Shoes? Christmas Shoes. You don't shoes. know about the Christmas Shoes song? We'll get an intern on this to Google it. I have a feeling we'll be talking about Christmas later. Mm. Really? That's a weird thing to say. 
Anyways, uh, they go and now the ship is out of control and now it's just Steve is the only person aboard the ship who's conscious. And that is not good because he's in college and he's a not, fucking child, not an astronaut. He's a fucking child, the nerd. Yeah, they're so rude to him. It like literally upset me. They're so fucking rude to him. Speaking he, of being rude to Steve Urkel, you're one to talk, miss. Oh, he's a fucking ugly monster. Yeah. Oh, no, that's the actor. But right? in yeah. real life, but I'm not talking, talking about his character. Yeah, right. Jaleel White is an ugly monster. Come at me, bro. I, I repeat again. Come at me, bro. But more you challenge him the less he will appear on this podcast, which is already it's too already late. Over. It's already over. It's too late. It's too late. So but you know what? Have at it. Insult him. He looks terrible. He's such a monster. But like in the show, his character invented fucking gravity and is the smartest 21-year-old in the whole world and gets to go to space. And they're all like nerd shaming him. It's very rude. It is quite rude. So we cut back now to Earth and um, never thought I'd say that. <laughs> <laughs> talking about family matters that we have to cut back to the planet earth from somewhere else. Uh, we're in the living room and Laura is understandably upset that her fiance is hurtling through space and, uh, and everyone else is passed out. She's the only one who's upset though. Other people don't no one seem else cares. bothered yeah. by this at all. They're like, yeah, we heard that Steve is hurtling in space. Like we got it anyways. Eddie though. Yeah. Anyways, you so, gotta have a secondary plot line, right? Like, I mean, well, you had to, you, right. had to and yeah. you have to just ignore the other plot line. Right. No one could just be sitting around being like, oh my God, Steve, no one do anything. Right. And then Carl comes in and he's quite upset with Harriet Winslow, new Harriet Winslow. And uh, Harriet's like, can you believe that Steve is going to die? And he's like, yeah, whatever. Fuck Steve. I'm upset with you, Harriet Winslow, because you made my son be a meter maid. And let's not forget, Carl has been the captain now. For, for six episodes. For many episodes. He is, he is the captain now. And she thinks as per Captain Phillips. But anyway, she's going to come in, tell him what to do. He's a grown ass man. And if he wants to get shot, he can with his damn bulletproof vest. So Carl is not happy with Harriet. And he says, um, he says he's like embarrassed of her or something. It's he gets really, this is what Kathleen was talking about before when she said he lays the smack down on her. He, he verbally insults her a lot. And she's like, yes, he and assaults. (laughs) He didn't call her new Harriet though. Had he just called her new Harriet? That would have been the would ultimate. If he broke in the fourth wall, it would have been beautiful. It would have been so worth it. If he was just like, you know what, new Harriet, I'm sick of pretending that you're actual Harriet. You are not. Good day. You know who wouldn't embarrass me like this? Old Harriet. My actual wife. <laughs> and um, so the next thing that happens is they get into an argument. And he's like, guess what? Monday morning, Eddie's a cop again. And I'm the captain now. And he's a cop now. And he's going to be walking the beat. And Harriet says, oh, yeah, if he's walking the beat, then you're walking, Buster, from the bed to the couch. It's like one of those insults that like sounds better in your head before you say it. But they tease it like in the episode before, like in the um, cliffhanger, where all they show is that she... Exactly. All they show is that she says... If he's walking the beat, then you're walking. And I'm like, oh my God, are they getting a fucking divorce in the last episode? And they then it's imply like, a divorce, to yeah. the couch where you're going to sleep, you old dog. <laughs> yes. Second time this season, she's threatened divorce. He's been almost divorced yes. this season by two different women. Do you remember <laughs> Do you remember the first time that happened? It was way back, folks, on episode one. Anyway, so, he was emasculated in two episodes mm-hmm. that we've been on. 
He and was emasculated in all the episodes, but two that the both that we've been on together. This the, time it wasn't at her job; it was at his job. The Carl Winslow place. that I know would not stand for being emasculated. And by the way, Carl Winslow is. My real name is Reginald Bell Johnson. Just throwing it out there yep. again, you know, and never know who's listening and who is familiar and who doesn't know who the characters are played by. That's Carl Winslow, Reginald Bell Johnson. Anyways, so we go back to the spaceship and the actually we go back to Houston now, the control room and the control room guys in Houston are, are discussing what, what their options are for saving the spaceship. And, they have uh, no clue because they're fucking dummies. They have no clue because they're dummies. But also the, the astronauts now have come too, right? One of them has broken his arm and the other one is, I don't know, seems fine. Yeah. <laughs> but he's they go, the ship. He's the only one, oh, who, can he's dri- he's the only one who can drive it, which right. like, why the fuck would you send three people into space? Only one knows how to drive it. Yeah. That's, you wouldn't even do that with a fucking airplane. You would never. Yeah. You wouldn't have a co-pilot. And then why do you like, have a co-pilot? Yeah, exactly. That's what the fuck the point of them is. Right. So the guys in Houston are like, we need to figure out uh, how we're going to get this satellite off the top of the spaceship because it's stuck there. Someone's going to have to do a spacewalk and it's going to have to be Steve Urkel. The nerd. The nerd, as they call him. Um, But anyway, I hate to say, you know, we are going to continue talking about family matters, obviously, but that roast. It's not going to check itself. (laughs) Certainly not going to check itself. I wish that they had made self-checking roasts at this point in time, but you know, Maybe next year they'll they'll invent that. Ron Popeil, get working on this guy. Um, someone's got to check the roast. Who should it be? <laughs> you know what? I think you should both go check the roast. Oh, okay. This is a two-man job. It's good because last time you didn't know where your kitchen well, yeah, was. So last, Neither did you. I figured, you know, you both went separately last time and couldn't find the roast. Maybe if you try going and, and you know, divide and conquer, as they say. Right? Uh, yeah. Blind leading the blind. I think that always works. Always yes. works. Yes. Always Just works. It's a way, good strategy. Same way two wrongs make a right. <laughs> and the same way you can, in fact, judge a book by its cover. Two blind people find a roast. Yep. Or a DVD. Okay, bye. All right, bye. Okay, so I guess they're checking on the roast. Oh, and look who's back. It's Kathleen Harrington. Hello. Welcome. Thank wow, you. they really do. Hey, whoa. I got real mellow. Audience, audience is loving you today. Yeah. Um, so I guess we should just continue talking about this episode. Oh, God. What? Oh, did you not hear the doorbell? No. Oh, you should put your headphones in. <laughs> Doorbell's ringing. I have one of those doors that has a doorbell you can only hear if you're wearing headphones. <laughs> oh, okay. My headphones it's are in. It's the newest craze. My headphones um, are in. Yeah, tell me you heard that, right? I'm not going crazy. Chris, the doorbell rang. Oh, okay, good. Maybe I, I keep thinking someone should go get the door, but every time the doorbell rings a couple times, the person just walks in. Ho, so, ho, ho. Oh, my God. Oh. Merry early Christmas. I think no. I know who this is. You Fucking... know who I am? Who am I? Yeah, I mean, you sound... Quite famous. You sound like a very cocky Santa Claus. <laughs> it's summer Fucking Santa. Summer Santa? No, that's my douchebag cousin. Oh, wait. Yes, hold on a second. Let's take a step back. Kathleen, you remember this. Yes, I do. From this Unfortunately. Past, unfortunately, from this past summer, mm-hmm. uh, you and I encountered Summer Santa, mm-hmm. who is the opposite of regular Santa. They're cousins, and he comes in the summer, I think, and just mm-hmm. takes your presents back that yes. you never used. It's oh, horrible. Oh, oh, yes. She comes and takes back your presents that I leave. 
And you are... You don't use them. So wait a second. So wait, 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 wait. You are the real regular Santa? Yes, the real Santa. Wow. It's very strange. You don't look anything like I pictured you what looking. What do I look like to you? Well, I pictured Santa with a big white beard and yes. a, you're just you're wearing a Yankee hat and a flannel shirt. It's really weird. I'm getting it season. It's fall. It is or it's not quite Christmas. You think time. I always look like Santa? I go with the seasons. I live in Brooklyn. Right. Oh, you, wait, you live in Brooklyn? I'm going to live somewhere where the elves are working and I'm not delivering. Why don't you be there the whole fucking oh, time? Oh, well, you shit. don't live at the end. Wait, again, watch your language. Are there children? Uh, yes, this is no, a kid's show. No, not. I see them when they're sleeping. I see them when they're awake. They're all sleeping. <laughs> oh, all the children are sleeping right now? <laughs> Even in China. Where it's daytime. Right? Wow. I don't want to think that Santa has put all the children to sleep. <laughs> he didn't say put them to sleep. Well, he said that they he noticed that they're sleeping. If all the children across the world are asleep, then Santa must have put them to sleep. <laughs> it is very suspicious, I will say. But hold on a second. <laughs> So one, I didn't know, you know, I, I've, it's been a few years since I've uh, been into the Santa lore, but I thought he lived at the North Pole all year round. I didn't realize he lived in Brooklyn for the rest of the time. And just at Christmas, he lives at the North oh, Pole. Oh, I, I, I could afford to buy presents for all the children of the world every year. You think I can't afford a summer home? I didn't know you bought the presents for all the children every How year. Do you I thought think they you go, made them. You think I make an Xbox 360? Yes, I thought, well, I thought elves <laughs> made it. You think that they, you think that I have hired someone capable of deconstructing and reconstructing a Microsoft product? No, no, I thought they just constructed the like Microsoft. Like a Zune. Uh, yeah, you're still selling a lot of Zunes? Giving them away, yes. Oh, great. Bought a lot back in 2006. Haven't been able to get rid of them. Bad investment. Um, I also didn't realize Santa bought the presents that he distributes. I thought, oh, I, I just I had always thought they that, came from magic. Well, yeah, I thought that elves and, made them, and, and elves yeah. just made them out of magic, okay. and Santa was their manager. And oh, exactly, oh, I, you know, Black Friday, it's coming up. Black Friday, Black right. Friday actually has passed already. <laughs> Santa, fuck. By the time this is uh, okay, you know, aired. Black, you, you know, Black Friday, you were of Black Friday. It just you mean happened. the the one that just happened? Yes, yeah, the course. one that just happened. Yes. <laughs> On Black Friday, all the people at the stores, Uh those are my elves. Oh. And they fight each other tooth and nail. This brings such a new realization to Christmas. So, all right. So, but this, you know, I have to ask, why are you on this podcast right now? Oh, well, Christmas is coming up and I know you've already started your holiday shopping. Hmm. But what I'd like to do is come on and tell you a few things I think you should have on your list. You okay? So for me to buy for other people, you want to no, give me suggestions? You would like for yourself. I okay. would like to tell you a few things I think you should have on your list. That Please tell us oh, that we should enjoy. ask for. Tell us, yeah, yes. yes. Things you okay. Send okay. So, so like a what's hot type that of thing. You should thing. write on a piece of paper, put it in an envelope. Sure. Put it in your fireplace and let it burn. <laughs> and burn it. Sure. Right. <laughs> Which is how, of course, you would get in touch. That's with how you get in touch with me. Yes. Or <laughs> send it to thirty-two Dumbo Lane, Brooklyn, New York. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So Summer Santa probably slums it out in like Minnesota, but you live in Brooklyn. Summer Santa. Well, no, I think we established Minnesota. He's in Ecuador. Yeah, he lives in Ecuador. Okay. Remember, he lives it's always, in Ecuador because right. it's always summer. Right. It's always summer. Okay. okay. So let's get to what you want us to ask for for Christmas, okay, which is okay. I still don't get why you're here, but uh, go ahead. Okay. So I would like you to ask for a an iPod Air. 
What is that even? <laughs> is that a thing? It's the really skinny small iPad. iPad. Pa- iPad. iPod? iPod? <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Do they even make iPods anymore? <laughs> I don't think so. I so an iPod I do, but that's not what I want. I misspoke. I would like an iPad Air. You said <laughs> wait, you I would like an actually- iPad Air? Wait, Santa, wait. you could probably get one really easily. You want? I would like for you to ask for an iPad Air, and when you get it, let me be very clear: when you get it, don't use it. Okay, oh. keep oh. it in a box, Shit. put it in your okay. basement, and leave it. No, okay. No. So, I, what will happen this if we if we do we that? We know about this. Yes, we do. If yes. we get an iPad Air and we don't open it, we leave it in the basement. Summer Santa will Summer come. Summer Santa's going to take it. Oh, I don't think he'll come. No. I think he will. And I can't help but notice you said, I want an iPad Air. You know what? I have a theory Ugh. that you are Summer Santa. Get out of here. You think I'm Summer Santa? Yes, yes. You sound exactly like him when he was I here. I sound exactly like my cousin. No, your Brooklyn address is. I'm going to Google it because I think it's full of shit. Google 32 Dumbo Lane, please. Googling. <laughs> Brooklyn, New York. I don't Googling. believe it's real. Oh, Google, Google, Google. Here I go. Da, 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 Google, Google. Is that oh. what you Google? You need a new oh, phone. Hey. Ask for one for hey. Christmas. Hey. Hey, yeah. then don't use it. It's not a legitimate address. It's not a legitimate address. How do you feel about that? It's a magical address. I'm Santa. I can't have people just dropping by. No. Okay, no, I'll just, no. well, let's cut to the chase. Are you or are you not Summer Santa? Ask me one more time. Are you Summer Santa? Yes. I knew <laughs> it. That's what I thought. Ugh, so. I am Summer Santa. Yes, and you were here last time uh, in July. It was Christmas in July. Yes. And that's yes. why you showed up. We actually happened to catch you in the basement rummaging for gifts. I was looking for uh, diaphragms. Yes. Yes. Um, and then, uh, and then, wh- but why are you back? It's not summer anymore. You're right. Yeah. Okay. No, it's no longer summer. So why is correct. It's not July. Right. So why would Summer Santa be on my podcast, which is about family matters, which you don't seem to care about at all. I'm just trying to spread the word to order things that I might like that you won't use. Right. But you why would... have an iPad. I can see it. I'd like you to yes, order I'm another one. Using an That's iPad right now. Because Santa doesn't visit me. You need to start like putting locks on your doors. I've noticed. Chris, yeah. So... Because people are just coming in to promote themselves. Yes. Willy nilly. This seems to just keep happening. And by the way, you came in that way. <laughs> I didn't invite you here. You were sleeping well, in my yard in a tent. Yes, Kathleen, you've been a very bad girl. Oh, oh. So, I'm sorry, Summer Santa. Please forgive me. I'm going to tell my cousin. Oh, no. Well, then what happens? She doesn't get gifts? He doesn't enter my calls. Oh, sorry to hear that. Um, Why I have to go through you to get gifts? So you, okay. So you want us to ask for some shitty gifts so that you can have them? Well, not shitty gifts. Gifts that I would like. Could you please i give you a list. Could you could you put it in your fireplace? All right, all right, Summer Santa, give us your list. Okay, just tell you know, know, he's, you. he's writing it down. Just tell us the what. Okay, I would like an iPad Air. I've heard that one. Okay, I would like a green throw blanket. Oh, okay. Green I would like blanket. an antique phone <laughs> ornament that does not work. They get sit on my piano. Oh, <laughs> wait, I well, this, today's your lucky day. I have one of those. It's right behind me. You have one? I have a, uh, yes. Are you willing to part with it? Uh, no. Could you ask me for one from Santa? I have to ask you for one from Santa so that you can you ask Santa? Ask, can you ask Santa I for wait, one I have on a my whole, behalf? I have a, I have a crazy idea. Go ahead. 
you're coming here to ask us to ask Santa for things that yes. you want. Mm-hmm. Why don't you just write a letter to Santa? I told you he doesn't answer my calls or my letters. That's but indicative that's of the further problem. That's the reason I fucking problem. exist. I go into people's basements to take things because uh, he never brought me a goddamn present my entire life. Uh, well, Summer Santa, I you know I I understand that you're here and you have needs, but. Uh, <laughs> But we are actually talking about family matters, and I would like to continue doing that. Um, do you? You haven't happened to watch the last two episodes of the series Family Matters, season nine, in the last day or so? Have you? In in the last day or so, no. But oh, okay. uh, in the last week, yes. Oh, you have. I have. Yes. Oh, okay. So you, the Lost in Space is the name of the episode. Very two parter. Yes, you are. Yes, parts one and two. Okay, great. Wow, it's weird that so many people have watched this. Um, so we were just getting to the part now. Uh, we're cutting back to the Eddie storyline. Eddie is a meter maid at this point. Uh, you familiar with, with this part of the episode, right? When he, he, he goes out and he's riding in his little tiny three-wheeled car, yes. yes. Great. I'm so happy that this worked out that you've seen this. Um, and he's giving out meter, uh, he's giving out tickets, parking tickets, and wouldn't you know it, and this is all because of New Harriet putting Eddie on the shitty uh, meter maid shift because she thought it was the safest place for him. She was dead wrong. You know what happens? He's writing a ticket for a lady who's parked illegally and all of a sudden a guy starts shooting out of nowhere. He comes out of a, I guess he In robbed. broad daylight. Yeah, broad daylight. He robs a store and he comes out just guns a blazing. Oh, and uh, that ever happens? Well, it does in Chicago, apparently. Luckily, Eddie is there. And Eddie confronts this man with his little meter stick. <laughs> and the guy runs away scared instead of just shooting him because he has a gun and Eddie is defenseless. Right. And uh, runs away. Eddie chases him. And now they get into a shootout. Mm-hmm. This is a thing that happens. Mm-hmm. Eddie's shooting at this guy and the guy's shooting back because the meter maids still carry guns. Um, and guess what happens? Eddie gets shot. Mm-hmm. Right? And you're like, oh, is that it? And he even touches okay? his bullet area, and he's like, am I dead? Am I shot? Yeah, he asks him, he himself if he's dead. He, he realizes that it just penetrated the very spot where his father was shot so many years ago. Yes, it did. It penetrated that spot. Oh, oh that's correct. He penetrated his father. <laughs> Wait, no. No, you misinterpreted. <laughs> Summer Santa, uh, <laughs> not what happened. Um, he was wearing a bulletproof vest, he though. Was. And he got shot in the same area where his father got shot and he's wearing this used bulletproof vest. And I, you know, I, I've never really <laughs> investigated whether or not this is true, but do meter maids wear bulletproof vests? I don't think Just in so. case, I don't think they do either. No. But Eddie was. Because and, his um, father gave it to him. Because his father gave it to him. And then he, he arrests the guy. The guy's like, oh no, I'm out of bullets. And Eddie's like, you're under arrest. And that's, it was that simple. <laughs> um... And he shot at Eddie, and Eddie still arrested him without shooting his gun. You think he should have shot the, the guy even though he was unarmed at this point? I don't think he should have, but I think that any cop would have. Oh, interesting. Not Eddie. Oh, oh that's a statement about America. <laughs> Are you familiar? You're not too, so familiar with American politics. If oh, I recall. I'm very deep. Very, very deep. Well, because you live in Ecuador, you're not. Oh, oh, that's right. But I'm here most of the time in my Miata with American gas prices. Well, right, so I right. keep up on the comings and goings of Bobby Jindal. I'm not voting for Hillary. What are your thoughts on Ferguson? Ferguson? 
Ferguson, Missouri. Yes. That very same one. Yeah, you know, never mind. I don't know. Santa does not support <laughs> no, Ferguson, I don't, Missouri. I don't, I don't How many know naughty children say. live in Ferguson, I don't want to know. I regret starting this conversation. <laughs> I know all the no. children in Ferguson. We're not going to talk about this. that kid nope, nope, was nope, an nope. asshole. Oh. This time. <laughs> I shouldn't have he had it coming. Okay. I should have known better. Um, anyways. Cut back to the kitchen in the Winslow's house, and uh, Eddie has been shot. Carl is there. Harriet's there. Harriet's uh, treating his wounds, Eddie's wounds, and Carl is holding the vest. And Carl actually says he's holding the vest, and he goes, well, this vest saved my life and also my son's life. Ho, ho, ho. It's a summer Santa miracle. (laughs) Oh, okay. (laughs) Is that what you would call it? It's really good that that vest was used and yet Summer Santa didn't just come in and take it because it wasn't being used at the time. Well, he only takes unused gifts, remember, right. that you got on Christmas. Right. So He's lucky he used it. If he didn't, it would have been mine. Right. How long do I have you scheduled to be here, Summer Santa? <laughs> I don't know. I just walked in this place. <laughs> oh, that's right. I don't have you scheduled at all. Um... Let's see. So the Carl, the the Carl is. Um, t- I call him the Carl. Carl. I call him the Carl now. You know, we're we're on. He's the Carl now. Yeah, we're the on informal Reginald informal Bell terms. Johnson. The Reginald, which Wait, I really who? believe. Is I'm sorry, Kathleen. Please continue. It's a stage name because he was probably like his maybe name, his last name was Johnson. Maybe it wasn't, but Vel Johnson. <laughs> With V E L, ever heard of such Capital a thing. Johnson, like Capital Johnson. That's I know not, Johnson, the whole the whole last name Johnson is Johnson capitalized. is a Swedish name. Oh, oh I have a Hold nice on. little fun fact for you. <laughs> Johnson is a Swedish name. Yes, it's from the north. <laughs> Johansson. Yes, I have oh. a fun little fact though. Okay, would you like Go to hear ahead. it? I yes, don't tell know us. if I would or not, okay. but try it. Tell us. You had a guest on a couple episodes ago. Uh-huh. Okay, last name of. Johnson. Uh-huh. I did, in fact. <laughs> yes. I, so you listen to this <laughs> podcast now. Oh, religiously. Okay, great. Yes, it yeah. was. Yes, it was. Um, his name was 4J. John Jacob Jingleheimer Johnson. Yes. Okay. Who do you think the father in that family really was? Oh, do you think it was Reginald Vell Johnson? His real name is Carter Johnson. Oh, that's a great. Cl- oh, I'm sorry, Kathleen. Yep. <laughs> My real name is Reginald Bell Johnson. I have to call you out, actually, Kathleen, because in the song, it says, my real name is Reginald Bell Johnson. So he couldn't have been making it up. No. JuliaMorena.com wouldn't lie like that. So no. anyways. I'm sorry I even brought it up. I am as well. So <laughs> uh, Carl's, uh, the Carl, as I mentioned. The Carl. The Carl is talking to his son, and he's like, I can't believe this vest worked again. And Harriet's like, you know what? You shouldn't be a cop. Please stop being a cop. And Eddie goes, guess what? I am an adult man and I'm I'm going to do what I want to do. And I want to be a cop. And you guys, you know what he says? He goes, I have everything I need to be a good cop, mom. I have all the penis I need. Um, One, could you please speak into the microphone? I have all the penis I need. Perfect. Mother. That's... (laughs) Not actually what he said, but he says, I have all the penis I need except one thing. And she goes, what's that? And he goes, your support. <laughs> that was 
Wow. That wow. was not a laugh line, by the way. That was a, you were supposed to be like, oh. So you're talking about someone who has all this penis they need and then their mother says, I have all the support you need? No, no. Okay. Oh, oh no, she wasn't talking about her broad you guys, supported gives. You guys are very much misinterpreting this scene. Sure. I have to say, you uh, thought Carl fucked Eddie at one point and you think that Eddie's talking about his penis and, and his mom's penis or something. No, and, his mom's support for his penis. Well, look at that. It's the Who doorbell. Could that be? I don't know, but I would love it if um, if uh, if both of you went to go get the door. My gift to you after sealing all of your gifts. Please order that iPad. Okay. Thanks, Summer Santa. Bye. Goodbye, Chris. Bye, Kathleen. Thanks for being here again and calling out all the fallacies and all the disgusting things that happened. Okay, great. So now we have back here um, from back from checking the roasts. Erica and Rob, how did it go? How's the roast looking? It is almost thawed. Oh, wow. Great. Okay. Almost thawed, and then we can start cooking it. Yep. Right? It's almost time to it start smells. cooking the thing we might eat at oh, some man. point. It smells so good. This, this gigantic buffalo that we've been <laughs> slow roasting in a freezer. <laughs> so, I cannot wait to eat this buffalo and all the fixins. Don't forget those fixins. The premature onions. Yep. Let's go through them again. We got the premature onions. We've got the slow, even slower roasted fingerling potatoes, right? And was there and something there else? there was a cranberry Oh, marmalade? you made a marmalade. <laughs> a marmalade. Yeah. I was making Whatever a, happened a, to that? a cranberry lady marmalade. cranberry marmalade. Yeah. Oh, you no. made a lady? <laughs> it's the shape of a lady. Like Lady Marmalade? Yeah, no, Lady Marmalade, which is like cranberries. I don't know if you got it or not. I, I did get it. Explain it. <laughs> it was funny. I was glad to get laugh the track. I'm actually making food here. Right. People laugh in Emerald. Right? What? I think people do when he goes, bam. <laughs> marmalade. Was that like your catchphrase for uh, when you're cooking? Yeah. I, no matter what you're making, you just go, marmalade. That's it. And then presto. You, you have made marmalade. Bingo, bango, bungo, marmalade. Great. So let's just take it home, guys. You know what? We only have a couple scenes left, and here they are. Back to the Urkel spacewalk. It's a very uh, intense scene here. He's, he's stuck in outer space, and uh, the only shot of survival is if Steve Urkel spacewalks and comes back and saves the day. And uh, he goes out there to space. They send this guy who's never been out in outer space before to spacewalk. He uh, he's out there. And by the way, the Winslows now are watching in the living room. They're watching this unfold because the news is live, like broadcasting all of the updates from Houston right. as they're happening. Right, so right. the guy, the news anchor, is like, "Oh, Direct now feed yes. to Houston." He's like, "Oh, now Urkel's doing this. Now Urkel's doing this." You know, like they do for astronauts. So, uh, but this news broadcast is is uh, is, is uh, telling the Winslows everything that's happening in their house. And he goes, uh, "Well, Urkel's doing the spacewalk. Urkel has grabbed the satellite off of the top of the spaceship. It looks every- like everything's okay. Oh no, he's floating away with the satellite." And then they're like, "Well, don't worry about it. There's a tether. As soon as you reach the end of the tether, dun dun dun." Turns out you were a little early. (laughs) Turns out there was no tether. He goes, what tether? Because he's these fucking asshole astronauts who have just been like nerd shaming him for two episodes. Yep. They just like let him go out without a tether. They're back to being conscious. They could have easily told him how to get out into space. They're just like, nah, this guy's got it though. Right. He's solid. No one told him to grab the the tether and, and tether himself. So... 
He's floating out, and the news guy's like, well, Urkel's fucked, everyone. Dun, and- dun, dun. Of course. He actually says that verbatim. Right, we'll just wait till it's done, Rob. Now I have to start it over. <laughs> Damn it, now right. I have to start it over. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm going to talk over the whole goddamn thing. Sorry. Please wait till it's done. You were saying? I don't remember. <laughs> um, were you say you were going to say something? No? I was, I was going to say something. But it doesn't matter. <laughs> but it's, it's inconsequential. Does any of this over. matter? I mean, all of this matters. Okay. By the way, I mean that's philosophical, right? Does any of yeah? This no, matter? it's like a metaphysical question. Right. I'm not talking about this podcast. I'm Guys, talking about my life in life, general. Life, life in general. Right. What is the meaning? Me, of my it? wife, my kids, your kid. What is the meaning? Who? Who? What? <laughs> what is the meaning of life? I mean, let's just, I mean, we're, we're, it's the last episode right yeah, now. No, it's almost the end of the last episode. When else are we going to address this question? What is the meaning of life? Erica, I'll let you answer first. I mean, it's a lot like the last episode of the last season of the show Family Matters. Mm, how so? In all the ways. Great. Rob? Um, I think life is a place where you never feel scared or alone. Weird. I heard someone I've said heard that, that recently. Um, but... Neither of those answered the question, which is what is the meaning of life? And I think I know the answer. The answer is, I guess I, I would. Are you going to play the reason you <laughs> asshole? You're such a fucking I asshole. I said, what is the reason for life? <laughs> and then I wish I'd yeah. have done this. And the reason is It was really obvious that you thought you set yourself up for that and then realized right before you hit the button that you hadn't actually set yourself up for that. No, he did though. He just played it. You guys, uh, I'm sorry. I'm going to have to let you, uh, I'm going to have to. I have no idea. I thought it was shorter than that. So we're almost there. <laughs> no, we're not. We're we are there. almost there. So Steve is fucking out in space. He's fucking in space. No, he's by himself. He, well, he is, but he's masturbating furiously. I mean, it's a big suit. Sure. Plenty of room. So he's out there and he's holding onto this satellite and it's, uh, he's floating away and you think he's never going to come back. But guess what he does? He figures out a way to get the satellite back to the space ship. Oh yeah, he hotwires it. He hotwires it, yeah, which of course.com. You should know. Why would he know how to hotwire a satellite? Like he's never hotwired anything. If like if he had been right. a criminal like who used to like steal cars and then he turned into a, a smart guy and then he was like, you know what? I used to do this. But like, why the fuck would he know how to hotwire anything? He's just a little nerd. I'm yeah. sorry. That's more plausible. Uh, a criminal who then turned into a <laughs> smart guy. Criminal turned smart guy. Yeah. It's one of the old standards. Um, but no. Yeah. So he just, he's like, I'll just hotwire this. That's kind of the, that's the first time I've ever done an impression of Steve Urkel spot on. on this show. And why not do it? You know, right. Got nothing left to lose. Got nothing left to lose. What, what or we, live for. Oh. Oh wow. So that was it. That's the meaning of life. Meaning of life was You've for got me. Nothing left to live for. Was for me to do an impression of Steve Urkel. It was all building to this. We're gonna go kill ourselves, guys. Wait. He hotwires a satellite. Yep. The satellite gets boosted, and this is very much like the movie Gravity. I should say the whole episode. Yeah, I know. Do you think? And this is not a joke. Do you think that in some way, whoever wrote Gravity? Had this in in their back of their mind. I think Gravity was a reboot of Family Matters. Oh, 
Well, that's interesting. Family Matters, The Next Generation. Yeah. Family Matters, The New Class. Yep. And Sandra Bullock was who? Urkel. Was Urkel? She was Urkel because she was the one who boosted herself around. Right. Yeah. And George Clooney was... Uh, the guy with the broken arm. Yeah. The astronaut with the broken arm. The, the, yes. the black astronaut with the broken arm. Bro, blo- the, 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 the broken arm. arm. <laughs> anyway, so he gets back to the spaceship and everyone cheers and it sounds a lot like this. Go for it. It does. It's a slow burn. Kind of like we're slow roasting the roast and the fingerling potatoes. Right? Am I supposed to go check on that again? No, not yet. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> he makes it back. Everybody cheers. The Winslows go ape shit in the living room. They're so happy that Steve is alive. And then... They don't actually show him getting back in the spaceship. No, they no, just no. show him like, like leaping onto the spaceship. He still isn't tethered. I still don't feel confident in his ability to maneuver back inside of the spaceship and then they just, does he ride it back to Earth? Oh, yeah, like, no, they re-entered with him on the outside. Cut now, we're in, this is it, last scene of the show ever, guys. You ready? No. Should we hold hands while we do this? We already are holding hands. You oh, mean, should right. we hold all more hands? Should we hold all more hands, guys? Hands, know. feet, tongues, mouths. Let's take it let's one hold, step at a let's time. Let's hold tongues. Let's hold <laughs> our tongues. Bite your tongues, guys. And here we go. Last scene of the series. The scene is set. It's not really because I haven't said it yet, but we're in the living room of the Winslow house. I'm getting chills. I don't know about you guys. It's cold in here. It's very cold. I'm getting tired. We've had the... uh, (laughs) It's cold in here. There must be some Winslows in the atmosphere. Oh, my God. (laughs) Sorry, Rob. I didn't think it was good. I thought it was just timely. Timely? I don't know if I would say timely. You guys remember high school in the early 2000s, late 90s? Yeah. That's, I, this is, we're not there. What year do you think it is? 2006. Oh, well. It still, still wouldn't still be timely. Not, that wouldn't be timely even if it was 2006. Yeah, debatable. But anyways, last scene of the show. The Winslows are waiting for Steve Urkel to return from outer space. He comes in the door to great fanfare. Nope. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> That's to, always the sound I play to, when I have great He comes fanfare. in the door to great fanfare. <laughs> to an, little, an apathetic crowd. He comes in the door to great fanfare. What? <laughs> he rings the doorbell. And then he comes in to great fanfare. I just want you to- Damn it. Anyways, he comes in the door to great fanfare. Oh, baby. (laughs) Yeah, no, that's essentially what happened. That one was better than the other one. Was that Julian Morena? Yes, dot com. Hmm. And if you want to visit his website, don't forget to go to Facebook. Dot com. Dot com. Oh, I f- always forget that part. And then uh, just backslash. Nope, that's it. Oh, Facebook.com. That's his website? Mm-hmm. He that's owns great. it. He's also Mark Zuckerberg. I forgot to mention. Uh, Julian Morena is his uh, stage name. That's his musical name. Mark Julian Morena Zuckerberg. Dot com. <laughs> so, uh, so anyway, Steve returns to great fanfare. <laughs> Did I do that? <laughs> Are you just upset you're not going to get to play with these buttons anymore after That's today? absolutely what I'm doing. <laughs> I want to hit every single one if I can. 
Um, I want okay. If we're playing this game, I want to hear the one about uh, Eddie raping a prostitute and getting her pregnant or something. Yep. Well, it, it's consensual in this oh, okay. version. But, <laughs> he did uh, get her pregnant though. I don't want to hear. It. She has an abortion, right? Well, wait. Hold on. It depends what state you live in. Steve returns to great fanfare. I'm Eddie. I thought I was too old to get a woman pregnant, but I accidentally impregnated a prostitute. And so there you go. There's no mention of an abortion. You guys added that part. But uh, um, yeah, no, I made it way more interesting. I added like what percent of pregnant prostitutes get abortions? A hundred. Yeah, so it was it was implied. What about the what about the really super religious uh, prostitutes? You think those exist? (laughs) Yes, they'll sell their body for sex, but they won't have babies. They won't abort. They will have babies. They will have have all the babies. They don't use any protection at all. They're very religious, so they believe that sex should be between one man and one woman. Right, and there's and should only be for procreation. So they sell themselves one time, then they're married. Well, no, no, no. no. One, one man and one woman at a time. Well, oh, yes, but night. they also marry all of them first because sex before marriage is, is not right. But polygamy is okay. No. Oh. They divorce. They get divorced. They have a baby out of wedlock <laughs> and then they go marry someone, get knocked up again. Do you think any John has ever like, that's been his request? Like, to I want impregnate? you to marry me. Mm. I want to impregnate you. And then I want to get a divorce. I bet it's happened. Six billion people on this earth. You're going to tell me that no John has ever done that to a prostitute? I think prostitute? there's more than six billion. And yes, I would agree with you. How okay, many good. of the six billion people on earth? There's three of them sitting right here. 5.9 billion. Whoa. <laughs> A lot of kinky jobs. The vast majority of people on, on the planet Earth. There's three men in this house right now. Yeah. 5.9 million people out of s- billion people out of 6 billion is the vast majority. And you're saying that that many people have gotten a prostitute, requested to first marry the prostitute, and then knock the prostitute up and then. Yeah, get raw a- dog. Yes. That's how impregnate you impregnate her. Yep, right. On purpose. Yes. Just like keep her as a slave in his house until oh. she gets pregnant. Just like just sex her until she's pregnant. Because you're not going to get pregnant the first try. Whoa, 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 but the minute you get whoa, pregnant. Whoa, whoa, whoa. It's not just the one time. <laughs> yeah, I, know, I thought this it. was you a one time. hold her yeah. around? Like if you hit and miss, it's, it's not done. You get to keep her? Yeah, yeah so, no, it, you have to impregnate her. Yeah, you get by the hour? Or you use the just, word slave. How much money are these prostitutes making off of this years of sex slavery just to be married and have babies? Are they raising the babies? Great question. Wait, I thought they were having abortions. No, they're not having they're abortions. They're not, no. I've, where did we start? How did we get I here? don't know. He came into great fanfare. Well, we started with se- oh, episode one of season <laughs> nine. What happened was Steve Urkel comes in to great fanfare. Here comes a segue. No, that's not a segue. Finally. Well, no, it's a cue that we should segue. Oh. <laughs> so we'll fit. You know what? If you guys at home are wondering where we're going to leave off with that prostitute pregnancy religious conversation. Write in. Write us in. Yeah. Yep. We want your thoughts. That's going to be our next podcast. Yep. My address is 32 Dumbo Lane, <laughs> Brooklyn, New York. <laughs> um, this is the last scene of Family Matters, guys. Yeah, we're not paying it the uh, the attention it deserves. We are indeed. I think I've pretty significantly set the scene. You have set it. He came in, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, to great fanfare. Uh, did I actually say that? I thought I just said he came back. No, you said great fanfare. I don't. I'm out of buttons, so we have no, to play move the on. one that sounds like a boing. Boing. I don't. Now I don't need to. <laughs> I don't need to edit. That was perfect. This is um, so. It's 
all needs to be cut. So wait, no, so, so wait. So we're in the last scene of Family Matters right now <laughs> of the series. Steve Urkel returns to great fanfare. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Yoing. And what, yes, thank you for finishing that. <laughs> what he says is, uh, everyone cheers, which I think I already did that. And, uh, and Carl and Steve have a little moment. Carl comes up to him and goes, welcome home, son. And Steve says, thanks, dad. Ew, which is a little, happen? I missed that. His yeah. fucking parents live next door for years. Right. Well, they don't anymore. They live in Russia. Right. They suck. Yep. So he, but he goes, thanks, dad. And that's an, a nice moment for Carl and Steve to close yeah, things out. Close it out. I mean, like they like opened and closed it real quick. Well, but they were always kind of that father son thing. But, yeah, but like never, Carl didn't care five minutes ago that Steve was like careening was, to his death was going to die. Yes, he did not care. But now he's like, but, yeah, now, but I guess if you're back, I well, because sure. Steve Urkel's famous now. He's going to get some of that that money. Cash that Steve's, money millionaires. Wait, do you think Steve's going to be famous from this and, and write a book or something? Because he saved a crew of, of astronauts but not was, even being one himself. But it was also his fault that the problem happened in the first place. No, I'd say that's NASA's fault for letting him do that. Sure. That'd right? be a great book. Yeah. And back then he could go on Oprah. Back then he certainly could go he on could Oprah. He still go on Oprah. It's 2015. Oprah's been around. Well, no, there's, Oprah, there's no Oprah anymore. No, she's, she, her show is gone. Get the fuck out. Since when? Are oh, she's got like serious? a whole network. <laughs> I think we need to do a, uh, a Hold whole on. podcast Wait, about the last season I think of Oprah. I, I think I have a question to ask Erica. What year do you think it is right now? 2006. Okay. So you guys. <laughs> I see what's going on. You guys are not really on the same page as where I am. It is 2015, believe it or not. Get the fuck out. Yeah. Kind of weird. Where was I? <laughs> <laughs> and the reason is you. Uh, oh, right. And the reason is you. No, so anyway, Steve comes into great fanfare. Are we like in like hour seven of this recording? <laughs> We're in hour seven of this scene, I think. <laughs> <laughs> we just can't close it. Carl and Steve have their little moment. And now we get to the what is the last moment of the last scene of the last episode of Family Matters slash Family Chatters. Which I will also say was the most nauseating moment of all nine seasons. Yes. And it was the Laura and Steve reunion, it which was- is a Paul Simon song as well. <laughs> Laura goes to Steve. You know what? I, I would say this. Why not? have the last episode of Family Chatters be the very worst one. <laughs> right? No, I think it's the best, actually. It's all downhill from here. It is. Literally, because we're at the top of a hill <laughs> right now in go-karts. <laughs> we're about to... <laughs> I forgot to mention, we're recording this at a soapbox derby. and uh, <laughs> We're going to record the whole thing and you won't be able to see it because it's a podcast. Well, the next thing that's going to happen after we finish is someone's going to push us race. down the hill. We're going to race. Yep. So, And then we're going to, at the bottom... And eat our delicious roast. <laughs> so Steve comes into great fanfare. Um, oh, Laura goes to St- <laughs> Laura goes to Steve. <laughs> Promise me that you'll never go into outer space again, which is not a crazy request. And he, yeah, I feel like that's easy. To I, I would through. venture to say Steve will not be invited back into outer space. I would again. say that America would not let him do that again, yes, ever. Right. But he says literally the most nauseating. I literally vomited. I'm not even using that you word. You literally vomited. We had a puke bag for you. Yep, I, we had to get a bucket. Um, mm-hmm. He said, I'll only go into outer space with your kisses. Mm-hmm. And then everyone vomited and the show ended. And he repeats it. He goes, only when we kiss, Laura. Only, only when, when we, we kiss. kiss. <laughs> Is that what you guys think kissing sounds like? 
That's what it sounded like in this episode. Well, no, then he started sucking Carl's dick. <laughs> oh, right? Because that's what that sounds like. Yeah. <laughs> he goes, only when we kiss, Laura. And he turns around, unzips Carl's pants. That's how the, that's how the show Family Matters ends. We've been recording so long that <laughs> we're mean, all ridiculous. At right the now. end of the show, they were looking for TVMA, and they got it. Yes, <laughs> they were looking for TVMA, and they got it with that last scene with Carl, Steve giving the Carl Felicio. <laughs> anyway, that's the end of the show. <laughs> that's it. That's it. well. It doesn't actually. I'll let me just. If you haven't seen it, no, it that, it, it doesn't. doesn't end. No, it, it doesn't end with Steve sucking Carl's cock. Oh no, no, just the kiss line. It ends with the kiss line, and Laura and Steve kiss, and everybody's happy, and the whole cast is there. Except for all those characters that we never saw again, like Richie and all those other fucking people. Harriet. Well, yep. And Grandma and everyone else who, Rachel, everyone else who was briefly here and never got mentioned. we never discussed because we were only doing the ninth season. They had another sister who went up into the attic and never came back down. That one, she's been gone since season one. Wouldn't it be awesome if the series ended with that sister coming Coming downstairs? downstairs And she's like 30 now? Yeah, and she's like, hey guys, uh, anybody going to wake me up from this nap I was taking? What happened? And then it's like, It's like the show Dallas. Right. Yeah, she dreamed all of it. Yeah. This is all just Judy's dream. I think wow, Judy, dream. great. Well, that was would have been a better ending than the actual one, but the dick sucking and all the, the such. The guess the dick sucking would have been the best way to end it. So anyway, Steve comes in to great fanfare. <laughs> no, that's it. We're done. That's the end, guys. So ends Family Matters, so ends Family Chatters, as the old saying goes. Also it is an old saying from the Bible. And I would like to take this opportunity to thank uh, my guests who were here today. Uh, and let me just rattle them off. That was um, uh, all of them. I'll just say all of them. No, it was Kathleen Harrington. It was uh, Frank Carpano, uh, Summer Santa, Azrubal uh, Cabrera, and, uh, and Erica McCarthy. And Rob. No. <laughs> no, not Rob. <laughs> you forgot about this guy. Oh, God. We're not starting another character now. I need to eat, assholes. All right. I have to end this. Thank you guys so much for being here and for uh, letting me do this ridiculous podcast for the last nine months. And uh, you know what we need, though? The final. I think we should throw it to you as the host. You've never done a catchphrase. I did one catchphrase on my first solo cast. Uh, But well, first, let's do the catchphrase theme, obviously. Here comes the catch phrase. And uh, you want me to do the catchphrase? Yeah, I think it's only fitting. Yeah. All right. Um, In the words of Tiny Tim, thanks for listening, everyone. (laughs) (laughs) That's the worst catchphrase of the season. Well, that's that's why I don't do them normally. I leave them up to you guys. Should I be it? Yeah, you could always fix it in post. (laughs) (laughs) I could always fix it in post. Maybe that should be the catchphrase. (laughs) And the new catchphrase, you can always fix it in post. That's it, guys. Thanks for listening to Family Chatters, and we'll see you around the bend. But also, don't forget to keep rocking. And and also, (laughs) (laughs) keep that thing moving, guys. And What the uh, fuck are you talking about? (laughs) That's it. Good night, everyone.
Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Who's at the door? I'm trying to end this. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Here we go. See you guys. <laughs> Days go by The bigger love of the family Christopher, this is the Benny Hanna, and I just wanted to congratulate you on the uh, the first of the seasons, and uh, hopefully there'll be many more, and uh, maybe I could wet my beak a little bit, and I bring it up only because I was been on the show, and the show seems to be running very successfully, and maybe you could, you know, it's just it's not a matter of the money, it's a principle, and and uh, you show the principle by uh, the money, and uh, uh, y- you come up with a number, and then you double it, and then you think to yourself, Ooh, this is way too small. I will double it again, and, and then you keep going, and then you send me the money, and uh, and then, you know, I uh, I don't do the, uh, I don't have to call the lawyers, and uh, who wants to talk to lawyers? Uh, so uh, you just give me a call back when you're comfortable, and uh, you know, hopefully sooner than later. I was even hoping you might pick up during this uh, this uh, this voice message, but uh, I guess you know, uh, I'll have to uh, you know just I I look forward to and I anticipate uh, talking to you, Christopher.